Wonderful to see you, Mish. Thanks for being here with us. Um, I wanted to talk about the market action that we have been watching. It's very interesting because we had many days, several days, maybe five, with records and then a pullback and now this uncertainty. How are you feeling about the market? What areas do you have your eyes on at this point? Well, first of all, I was away for three weeks. So what's interesting about that is that when I came back and looked at where everything was at the indices, they really hadn't moved very much from when I left. So the sideways action is, is a very interesting trading range that we start off watching right then and there. So if we look at the SPY, yeah, they made a new high. So did the diamonds. But they've now fallen a little bit back within that range that they were three weeks ago. NASDAQ really still very much in the range. And it's the Russell 2000 that always intrigues me the most. Because right now, it was actually lower than the range when I left. And now it's coming back to the bottom of the range. But still overall under pressure and still under the 50-day moving average in compared to how the other three indices are doing. So I always think, what's the takeaway to that? And apparently, the stress that we're seeing with some of the economic data that's come out recently, consumer sentiment and retail sales, we're seeing that stress. We're seeing the Delta variant stress in the Russell 2000. Infrastructure package passing, but yet transportation, although trying to hold desperately along with the Russell 2000, which is more manufacturing, are not really buying it yet as giving a great boon to the economy once we get through all these variants and all this other new stuff that's come up with mask mandates, et cetera. So that's how I'm seeing it. I think you have to really pick your opportunity, but I also think that you have to understand your risk and your time frame because things can change on a dime. Right. I, you know, and I think you make a great point. They always say, don't watch your don't watch your book, your portfolio so closely. Right. And you make the great point. You go away for three weeks and you come back and you can see something that may be different. It's something a lot of things that just stayed the same. Right. You miss the volatility, but you get the same out, outcome. You do have some stocks that you do like. I know you were talking about utilities and consumer staples and some things that seem to be uh, functioning nicely in a low rate environment. And you actually have some specific stock picks to us. So as not to run out of time, I'd like to focus on some of these. Which one would you like to focus on first? Because I do see many of them. And you tell me which one may be your favorite of the group. Well, considering that I am very interested in commodities and have been for the last year and a half, uh, we put U.S. Steel on the list for today, which is the symbol of X. And we actually bought it today. So we now have skin in the game. So uh, I always like to talk our book a little bit, not because I'm trying to convince anybody else, but because if we actually put money on the line after we've been very conservative, it would be my favorite, right? So right, right. now, X gotten through 29. Uh, it's trading over 30. Uh, it never really fell apart anyway during the correction, even in the commodities, although it did come from all from the highs. It fell to a very good support point uh, and is still in an uptrend. So I think that has potential to go up to 34, 35 level. So that would be one of my favorites in terms of companies. 
crypto related, uh, although we're not in it yet, but we're watching very carefully would be Marathon Digital Holdings that also had a mm -hmm. big correction and held a key support area. If it proves itself, it's having an inside day today, which means it's trading within the range of yesterday, which was a down day, today being an up day. So that means it has to take out Tuesday's high. And then I think that would be another interesting area because I heard you mention crypto before. I'm still very, very onto the cryptocurrency space. And I think- Yeah, let me just stop you right there. I think that's an sure. interesting point because people are always wondering how to get into crypto. I mean, you know, we talked about Bitcoin so much from day one, right? And that seemed to grab everybody's attention. But then there, you know, Grayscale and Ethereum, and you hear about Paul Tudor Jones and Coinbase and other ways to get into crypto. Um, you could even do so, right, with Square or things like that, which I know you have Square on your list. But is this, do, using Marathon Digital Holdings, is this probably the best bet at this time based on valuation and exposure and liquidity and things like that? I think it's really good because the risk is so clear and that's what I'm looking for at this point because you wanna be out quickly if you're wrong because we know the volatility, which right now is still very low, can pick up at any time. So yeah, with that I would. If you wanted a cheaper stock to look at, Hive, the symbol is HVBT. That's trading at like 292. That also is set up interestingly and that's direct to blockchain, by the way, that takes out 302. We might also be interested in adding there. And a lot of people like to be in stocks that are really cheap. Of yeah. course, there's pluses and minuses for that. So that that's all right. One. Let's get to some of those other goodies that I know you have Palantir and Square and um, Teladoc, Viacom, just to name a few. Tell me more. Well, since you just mentioned them, let me mention one that you didn't mention. I'm not sure if I put it on the list for you, but I should have if I, and so my bad if I didn't. And that's Ball Corporation, B-L-L. -L. So they do recycling, essentially. And uh, sometimes, you know, when you go away, you get to do something you never do. Like I went and visited my 88-year-old mom, so I watched daytime TV with her. And I saw a commercial for these new aluminum ways to buy water that are reusable. And I thought, wow. So I looked into it and they're made by Ball Core and that stock is looking really hot to me right now. Uh, we didn't get in yet because I'm trying to assess the right risk, but to me it looks like if it holds around 88, that might be a good level. And I'd like to see what happens here around 90 because that's like a new high recently and it's been going sideways. I like the future of a company like that. And they're sort of commodity related with the recycling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it absolutely is, right? When you talk about aluminum and recycling, I think that absolutely goes into commodities and the materials that you, you need for that. Um, some of the other names, you had Union Pacific, you had GoGo, you had Palantir, Teladoc, um, I think Viacom was on your list. Yeah, I wish I got into that early this morning. I didn't. But let's talk about Palantir for a second, because one thing sure. came out is that they bought a lot of gold because they're looking potentially to hedge for some black swan event, which I thought was really interesting. But independent of that, the stock itself 
uh, is looking really good, again, after coming off and hitting some support levels. So we actually bought that today as well. And uh, we liked it once it cleared over 24. So that would be my area now I'd like to see hold. It traded up over 25.70. I think that also has some potential maybe to get up to 30. I'm not looking at buy and hold here. I'm looking at catching these moves. When a stock like Palantir gets going, it can be exciting. So I like that too, along with Teladoc, which I think could tomorrow could be the day if the market holds up. I really like the idea now, especially with the variant of doing things online, talking to your doctor. I know my doctor is going back to online consultations instead of visits. So that could also be a hot mover coming up as well.